Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. Sam Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. I am Spike Blue on those same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Another hot week in the books with the On Deck TV show. How you feeling out there, B? Feeling good. Oh, excuse feeling me, great. CJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, she, man, get it right. Get wrong got initials. The whole alphabet man, over there. Shit. <laughs> Uh, the whole alphabet on lockdown <laughs> over there, CBAJ. <laughs> feeling good, feeling great. Um, it was hot. It was. It's starting to heat up out here in these streets in in more ways than one. Uh, it was super cool. chilly this weekend, though. That's what I'm saying. And Man, but the, you look at the forecast, though. We got hot. some eighties on the way. Absolutely. Spring is around the corner. And you know what that means? It's a brand new tradition at the On Deck TV show, man. Based off the last year, we're going to be picking the starting five of rap. Yep. We did it before with the starting five that was based in Atlanta. We said, let's take it to bigger and better places like we do at the On Deck TV show. So we're going to give you, based on the last year, the starting five of rap. I got mine. AB has its own but first, Steve Stout, he says that vibes are replacing lyrics and rap. We want to know, do you guys agree? Got to see what AB thinks about that. Snoop, he yanked down everything from streaming platforms that had to do with Death Row. Uh-oh. And Meg, she had a brand new song at Coachella aiming at your boy, Tory Lanez. But first, Pusha T, Future, Jack Harlow, and Kendrick Lamar, all announce dates to dropping their album here within the next two to three weeks real simple question for you ab rank one to four your anticipation levels for these albums yeah i like this i, I like when hip-hop has moments when relatively big names wherever you feel jack carlo falls into that he's hot right now so you got to add him in the oh. conversation um, when they drop consecutively. Like, this is when we know people are back outside. These are four albums dropping four weeks consecutively. If I had to rank my anticipation level, I'm going to go Kendrick 1 because it's been mm. 30 years since he came out and we weren't even sure if he remembered how to rap. So I'm definitely interested in hearing how that's going to wow. sound. Then I will go Pusha 2 because this is supposed to be 12 tracks, half Pharrell-produced beats half Kanye produced beats. I need that in my life. Then I'm going to go three future for Jack Harlow when I can really interchange them future. You know, I'm always interested to hear what he got to do. He's going to have one on there, but then I also want to see what Jack Harlow going to do with the spotlight on him. Um, if he's going to fold or if he's going to, you know, give us, give us some bangers. So um, that's the order. I'm going Kendrick one, push it to future three, Jack Harlow four. Mm. For sure. I'm surprised we got that Kendrick drop. That came out of nowhere. That did on a weird-ass memo uh, for the promo rollout in classic Kendrick Lamar form. Yeah. Uh, crazy by you just now questioning whether Jack Harlow is to be this list and then debating between him and Future at the end. That was nuts. Just, yeah, by, just as an observer, by the way, I want to know if that was nuts. How I'm ranking them, the right order here is very simple. Number one is Kendrick Lamar, easy. Top three, big three, however you want to say it in rap, he's one of those three, even though we haven't gotten it in the last, what, four Five. years, three years, whatever it may be. It's been a long time since Kendrick Lamar came out. Him being a high-level rapper, one of the best of his generation, I don't see how anybody could put number one there. Other than if you had someone like Kanye West and Pharrell producing your album, but that still ain't enough. Yeah. So Pusha T is too, just because it's always entertaining when he comes out. As you mentioned, he has like, you can't ask for two better producers to be doing your album at this stage in your career. This is what you rap for. This is going to be Pusha T's shining moment. People are looking. There's no Drake beef heavy this time to overshadow what he can do this is where Pusha T solidifies himself as a solo artist and goes down in history you got everything that you need right there at your fingertips bro there are no more excuses uh third is future I'm always even though I feel like I, as I said on this podcast I missed the future wave I was retired by then I wasn't outside my number was in the Raptors 
that being said, I still appreciate what he's done post me being outside. So I always check for that. Yeah. And I agree with you, Jack Harlow. I have no idea why he's on this list other than he was playing basketball or something with Drake a couple of weeks ago. Now people are mentioning him with big dogs. Not saying that he can't rap. Not saying that he's not a star. He's just not deserving to be on this list. He ain't done anything yet to be on this list other than be a good rapper. He is that. He's just not my speed to be the last one that I check for on this list. And again, no slight to Jack Harlow. He's just not Kendrick Lamar, future or push a T. Yeah, he made a smart move. Well, I don't know if he did this purposely or if it just kind of happened this way, but your album dropping in this in the middle of this run gets you included in this conversation because it's consecutive weeks. Facts. And so whether that was done purposely, who knows, but it worked out in his favor because now you do get bundled up with this group. And now these acts, they, of course, obviously push a future and Kendrick all have catalog. They've got discographies. So no, Jack Harlow doesn't quote unquote belong in it, but he is hot right now. So Therefore, that's why there is a conversation. That's why he's included in these four consecutive projects. Um, but I'm interested. I will say GQ deserves to be taken off of publication. Uh, all of that. We need to be in the streets burning their magazines for putting Future on the cover and calling him the best rapper alive. Um, that was disgusting. Clickbait, whatever the whatever the magazine equivalent to clickbait is, that's horseshit. This is why we wow. don't look for GQ for musical uh, opinions and takes. They need to stick to fucking Argyle sweaters or bespoke suits or whatever the fuck they do in GQ and leave Hold the music your, shit alone, dude. Hold your horses there, buddy. There's an argument to be made. No, it's not. We, yeah. I mean, if we being for real and we're talking about influence and we're going to get into this topic next with Steve Stout, but if we talking about what rap is right now and that's vibes, the nigga that set the vibe is Pluto, period. Hands down. That doesn't mean he's the best. Bottom line, wizard sets the vibe. He set the vibe for a generation that's out here trying to do what he did 10 years ago. Did that he doesn't not? mean he's the best. If the, if the cover would have said most influential rapper right now, then you'd have an argument. That's not what it said. Well, See, but that's the thing, though. That's why they can put best and you can disagree with it because best is a term in which everybody has an opinion on. Like people can have their opinion and say, well, it's niggas that feel like Future's the best. Like I told you last week, I was in the barbershop and nigga told me that Future was that dude, the Jay-Z of their generation. That's what that literally was what he said word for word. Heading yeah. into the next topic. GQ got to stick to hard bottom shoes. I, mean, um, I, can, I can see it. I can see it. That's all I'm saying. I see it. I see future and the headline best rapper alive. It's niggas that are capped for that. Man, wait, like you wait, said. Wait, wait, wait. Who would you put right there if you were the editor of GQ before we move on with that tagline today, right now? The best rapper alive is still Jay. Matter of fact, if you want to pick, there's two J's you can pick from on the, on the low. On the low, more on that later on my starting five, but there are two J's that are cooking. So, well, let me ask you a different question there. If you were assigned to sell magazines. Yeah, clickbait. That's what I'm saying. Wait, just wait. And the editor, the editor of the magazine tells you, this is the tagline, best rapper alive. Right. You, CJ, Animal Brown, whatever you're going by these days, but <laughs> he tells you, hey, the tagline is best rapper alive. I want to sell magazines, but I want this statement to almost be accurate as well. Not as important that the statement is accurate. I want to sell magazines too. Now I'm asking you, who would you put right there? NBA young boy. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> you could still, I, the answer is just not Jay-Z there. Like you could still put J. Cole there or whatever it may be. <laughs> but I just don't think that you could put Jay-Z there if you're trying to sell magazines. Not crowning anybody the best anything is always going to get attention because there's opinion everybody has an opinion on it so Facts. it's still going to get the same looks Thanks. you know what i'm saying but but like you mentioned earlier steve stout uh he was featured on he was one of the guests on the shop obviously that's lebron's um talking youtube show. series yeah youtube series and uh he made an interesting proclamation he said that vibes are replacing lyrical content it's no more about bars anymore it's all about the feels uh, my question, one, do you agree with that? And two, if you do, is that a good or bad thing for hip hop? Uh, I do agree with that. And I think that it's a good thing for hip hop. 
you don't want to be the old person that's outside and like, oh man, I want to hear lyrics where the bars when you see a nigga like Travis Scott pre-accident selling out stadiums. You know what I'm saying? You see a nigga like Gunner who's sitting right there at the shop with yep. Steve Stout, who I couldn't quote a bar from, but I know what pushing P is. I know that's the vibe. So I say that to say with decades, music starts to ever, it starts to grow, whatever it may be, add evolution to the mix of how it grows. And you get that hip hop, hippity hop, how they were rapping in the 80s to Nas, Rakim type flow, to what, Jeezy, Jay-Z, to now you got niggas that like, you're right, it's a vibe. It's not as important what you say, but it's more so important like people want to dive into what you feel about stuff. That's why Juice World is so popular. Because I can go to your IG, like we used to go to an album back in the day. If I'm a kid, I can go to your IG now and get what me and you got from an album with lyrics, the story, the behind the scenes, or what happened in this situation. Niggas rapped about that back in the day. Now it's just on their Instagram. So now when you come in to listen to my music, all I want to do is set the tone for the night or set the tone for spinning the block or set the tone for when you're getting ready to pop the pill. I ain't necessarily got to tell you the story because the story's on social media and you have more access to me now. Back in our day, when lyrics were important, we wanted the story because we didn't have the access. So I think it's a trade-off and I think it's just grow a growth of hip-hop. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that vibe, I, I think people get, Whenever there's more, I think there's enough space for both. And that whenever another one comes out or another style emerges and it may become semi-popular, now all of a sudden people think that means it's the death of something else. <laughs> the birth of one thing doesn't always mean the death of something else. So I would challenge him on that, saying that it's replacing lyrical content. I don't think so. I think there's room for both. And like you said, they had two artists on that particular episode. One was Rick Ross, who's more known for lyrics than vibes, and, and Gunna, who's more known for vibes than lyrics. They didn't have six vibe niggas on the show, dude. Like, then that's when you're like, I, I it's, disagree it's with that, though. What's it, because what, Rick Ross is known for the vibe, though. Like, like nah. the first thing a nigga say about Rick Ross is what? Devil in a new hey, dress. Go That's ahead and say it. What's the first thing a nigga say about Devil Rick in Ross? a new dress, nigga? That verse is what they say. Stop. The first thing a nigga say about Rick Ross, man, he know how to pick beats. He the coldest at picking beats. That's the vibe for our generation. So you still got two niggas there that do vibes. And it's only one nigga with lyrical content that's popping right now. That's J. Cole. So you can stop that. Like it's not, a not when we just had Kendrick as person. the most. Not when we just had Kendrick as the highest anticipation of these projects. You he ain't say been out. We don't even know. We don't even know if people are gonna be res res receptive of what he about to do. Like it's been five years, bro. We don't yep. know if that shit work no more. We but, do but you know, know that J. Cole could come and eat a nigga lunch, pause, and that's still gonna pop and put him on the top of the charts. But like the niggas is right, like Benny and Conway and them niggas, them niggas ain't like topping the charts. Like gonna more known than those niggas are. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he's melodic. Yeah, no, for sure. Get melodic, melodic, get you on the radio. I, trust me, I, I understand that part. But we, the two it most anticipated no projects, niggas. we just said with Kendrick and Pusha T, and them niggas is lyrical. We old nigga. That's why. If it's another nigga here, they probably ain't even listening to. Yeah, but that's what I'm. But, but that's what I'm saying. Older people still listen to hip hop. That, that's my mm, point. It was a okay. young man's game. Okay. Twenty gotcha. years ago, this didn't exist. Understood. Me that's and you okay. weren't listening to KRS One, bro. We weren't riding. The palette has it's expanded. That's we were listening fact. to the only thing that was hot. If it was hot, we were listening to it. Now, yeah, there's hot shit, but then there's also like legacy acts, and there's also, you know what I mean, contemporary hip hop. There's there's Room more. So Thanks. Steve Stout is dope. I fuck with him. I fuck with his book. He drops a lot of gems whenever he does interviews, but he's that's an old way of thinking. Hip hop is different now. There's room for all of that shit. That's a good Because <laughs> Benny and all these point. niggas are extremely successful. Yes, That's what I'm they saying. are eating. They might not be yeah, they get that top three, but you're right. I agree with that they 100%. Eat. Speaking of eating, independence, and different lanes, Snoop hitting people over the head again with the post-career business move. We talked about him acquiring everything there for all, and we wondered, did that include the music? Well, we have our answer. It does. 
And in including the music in that deal, Snoop has snatched everything off the DSPs. My question, and he's talking about having a Snoop app, well, excuse me, a death row app to have this music where you go to it and get it from him directly. And he said, I quote, they're not paying anything over at the streaming site. So why would I continue to have these classic records there? I'll put them someplace where you can get them and we'll make some money off of it. My question to you, is this a smart move or is this a dumb move by Snoop taking death row music off of DSP? Yeah, it's a smart move. And I'm talking, and when I tell you the very first thing I did when I read this, I'm talking about the very first thing. Just pull up my iPhone, go to Apple Music and search Tupac for immediately. Tupac that all eyes on me and that Machiavelli better be on here. Yeah. They're still on there. So shout yes. out to the estate of Tupac, who apparently owns the music and not Dev Row, which we talked about before, but I just wanted to double check. That is still on there, but that doggy style is not. That is gone. Dog Pound is gone. I couldn't think of anything else that came out chronic. on that road. <laughs> chronic is gone. The chronic. chronic. Yeah, Chronic is gone. So that's, those are huge albums, huge records. But he's right, though. The streaming sites, the streaming sites have found a way to hold leverage over the artists because they have the platform and they have the tech for the platform. And because they have the tech, and the platform, they can break little breadcrumbs to the artists because they know that artists have to come to them. Kanye has proven that no, we don't because he's got the stem player and he's able to sell, sell directly to his people. You've seen comedians do this. They don't have to go to Netflix. They don't have to go to these HBO and pray for an HBO deal. You can make your own special. You can produce your own special and sell it on your app for $5. And like make a stupid bag and own all of the shit. So there's other ways to do it. Snoop is just taking that to the next level. I'm shocked that nobody else has done this on a bigger level. I'm shocked Taylor Swift hasn't done it. Beyonce hasn't done it. I'm, I'm completely shocked there's no app for a specific artist material. So this is going to be very interesting to see. Mm. And you don't need to charge that much either. That's the, that's the thing. He well, can charge what's Apple TV plus like four ninety five. You know what I mean? You yeah, can like five ninety nine a month. Right. You can charge. He can charge five dollars and make an infinite more amount of money he would doing that than he would have it on Apple Music, getting a thirteenth of a penny per stream. Hmm. That is true. And there are two ways to look at it or skin a cat. There was an interview one time with Styles P and Jada Kiss, and they were talking about the difference between independence and being signed to a major label. Yep. Same thing applies here. Because nothing that you're saying is incorrect. It just depends on if I want to do the work or not. Like, do I want to go out and be Snoop Dogg and do what makes me the most money? Or do I want to worry about app, bug fixes, making sure everything is straight? Because like you said, the streaming platforms, they already got the tech. Now I'm introducing other things into my business that other people can do. Yeah, I'm taking a smaller cut and this is going to take away from my main product, which is Snoop Dogg, because I got to apply time to this. We gave T.I. a hard time about podcasting to make any money. And one of his things in it in saying that was, I can go be T.I. I ain't got to sit here and read ads and do all of this shit that consists of making a good podcast. I respect it. But I built a brand in being T.I. So I say the same thing here for Snoop. Again, what you're saying isn't wrong. But if I'm Snoop, I don't want to worry about launching a death row app, bro. I don't want like leave it there. Give me my money that you've been giving whoever was over death row at first. And I can apply that to continuing to be Snoop Dogg. I don't want additional problems in my life at 50, 60 years old of trying to run your business because I want a bigger cut. Cool, you built a great platform, give me my cut. I'm gonna keep making big boy bucks over here being Snoop and not worry about what you're making. We've seen this problem with Meek Mill. We see this problem with other guys. Once they start hanging out in different circles and realize what those people are making in those circles, they like, well, let me cut the middleman out. Let me start making that money. But that takes away from your business of being like, you ain't made it there yet. Like, ain't For no, sure. like if, if one of the things that I think 
you take into consideration here as a businessman with Snoop, and again, there's no wrong answer, but those three albums we named are iconic. After I listen to those, what else am I staying on the death row app for? Yeah, you gotta you gotta I'm going spice right it up. back to Apple Music. Like I yeah. might even delete the app because I don't even listen to those albums that often. So now I gotta put additional content on here. And again, it can be fruitful. You're absolutely right. It's just two ways to look at it. Do I want to adopt all of this additional responsibility to do something that's in place to make a little bit more money? I mean, yeah, it is tricky. And you can ask Dame Dash how tricky having your own yes. app is with your own content. It's yes. tricky for sure, but it's definitely well worth the payout. Um, it's, it's, it's worth it. Any independent artist will tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it. There's pros and cons to each, obviously, but more ownership and more money on the back end is... And, and yeah. let's be fair, Snoop in different circles, dude. He just did the goddamn... He 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 was in the circle to buy Death Row to begin with. That's number one. And we know yeah. he didn't get it by himself. He was probably with a team. So that means he's in the Super Bowl circles now, too. Like, dude, like, there is some tech shit. He done came across some tech guys in L.A. somehow, somewhere mm. in the cross paths. And he got somebody working on an app, and this might be the move. I think it's just time now. Him trying to do this 10 years ago, 20 years ago, might have been too soon. I think the now is the right time for it. And I think Snoop is business savvy enough to know that that's the case. Like, he wouldn't jump out of here and sit and be looking like young thug at the computer, nigga, trying to figure out how to put the code together for the app. I would hope not. <laughs> it's, I hope it's, he met somebody, about, bro. Absolutely. And, and you're right. I don't think that Snoop as a businessman, like we've seen him be successful throughout all these years. I think the question is, what do you want to take the rest of your life? Cause like you got what Snoop 50, 60, you got like 40 more years left. You can build and this can be great. But like you said, the payout is bigger, the back end is bigger, but it just takes a lot more work. So do yeah, you sure. want to be Snoop or do you want to develop out an app? And, and it's just like you said, just different trade-offs with family and quality time and just quality of life in general. When people are quoting mental health nowadays, the thing that comes with independence, being your own boss, that's a 24-hour job. That's a and fact. I'm like Snoop been doing that, like you said, and I'm this ain't necessarily towards him. Yeah, this yeah. is from the broader scale of people listening and talking about ownership and boss. That a lot of that talk that we see comes with that's on call 24 hours being responsible for somebody, getting paid last, making sure that everything fucking works. That's a part of what he's accepting with moving his stuff from here where it was easy and I can go do what I do to moving it and doing it on your own. Which one do you want to do? Yeah, that's, a, that's that work-life balance. That's that sleep when yes. you die mentality. And if people say right. that, it sounds cool, but uh, if you really want that, I don't know. Yeah, is it worth it? Like when you enjoy the shit that you earn, but if 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 Louis C.K. can put his uh special on the app, bro, I think Snoop can figure something out. Oh, facts! It's doable. You know it saying? is one hundred percent doable. Like, do you want to do it? Yeah. All right. Uh, what we got next? Last up, man. Before we get to this all rap twenty twenty two starting lineup, Meg the Stallion, my girl, uh, debuted a new record at Coachella. That may or may not have been sending shots at your man, Tory Lane. I can't really tell. Uh, my question, if it is the case, are you here for the new record or are you tired of this story already? Man, I'm I'm so over this. There is no already to it. This is, should have been passed in the media in today's time with all of the shit that comes into the circle or the news cycle. This should have been gone. But it keeps rearing its ugly head again and again and again and people keep talking about it and Tory Lanez gets locked up last week and now Megan at the biggest event or biggest concert in music damn near debatably and I got a diss on like y'all motherfuckers act like y'all want us to stop talking about it but then y'all keep adding flames to the fire like I'm over this who cares what happened at this point dude is anybody going to jail no okay cool why do we care <laughs> that Tory Lanez fucked her best friend and she shot him about it who cares dude people go through shit every day like the words my nigga uh Cam said dude niggas get shot every day B pop back man Meg you good we cool I'm happy for you don't condone any violence towards black women. Don't support Tory if he did or didn't do anything. But I'm just tired of hearing about this. And I think Meg is a bigger star than this. And to be 
putting any energy towards this at Coachella. Like, come on, bro. Like, like you Megan the stallion. Like, Tory pretty much got himself out of here during all this, even though like he's wrong or he's right. If he lied or didn't, people pretty much cancel him out. He hasn't been able to bounce back from it. Meg been able to keep it moving, so keep it moving. Leave it alone. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, the story is definitely played out. We neither one of us are really here for the media takeout. That 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 that's, that vibe doesn't. We don't give a shit about that. But I will say the song, which she did do a version. I'm back to the music. Fuck that. But the the, the song is fire though. Like I I kind of like that shit. And it was over like a, it was a different type of beat. Like she showed her range on there. Like I, that shit was hard. Remind me of some little Kim shit. I was like, damn, she was spitting too though. I was like, damn. Like it was a different. It was definitely a different tone, different vibe. She was rapping, rapping. It was about lyrics. And so I was here for the song. The joint was hard. Um, yeah, if, if ain't nobody got this on video or there's no surveillance footage of it, if there's no camp footage of it, hey, we, we got to hang this up. Like, yeah. either somebody get locked up or somebody lying. Let's get some answers. E-True Hollywood Story can do an episode on it. Something, just like, let's, whatever happened, get it out. My question, though, if it come out that Meg was lying, Mm-hmm. How wh- how do you think that would look? Would that be a big deal, little deal, no deal? If it came out that she was lying, I don't think it's anything that she can't outperform. Like she still got another hit in her, or a couple of hits, or a trajectory to this is going to be a blip on her Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the end for Tory Lanez. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter what happens from here. What he was going to be, he will never be. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. do a full young bird to hit make, like, change his name and, and, and all of that. Like, it's over for him. But for Meg, the most that you would get from this, if it comes out that she was lying, that you would look at the Carl Crawford situation different, too. Be like maybe dude wasn't bullshit when he said what he been saying about her. Like maybe she kind of shady, but still, even with that, all it's gonna take is a hit, her shaking that ass on YouTube, and we're gonna forgive her, and that's cool. And I ain't saying anything's wrong with that because she's young. She got a long career in front of her. This was a mistake on somebody's end. Right. He ain't bouncing back from it. She can't. What do you yep. think? Uh, it, yeah, it, it all it depends. So many layers. Like, 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 let's say it came out that, you know, that he didn't shoot her, the gun dropped and it just went off, but she had her back turned. So she thought he shot her. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, then was she lying? Did he shoot? Like, then like nobody's wrong. You know, it's, I feel like it's one of them situations where they're both telling their truth, but it's their truth and the other person doesn't know it. So maybe it's one of them situations. I'm, I honestly don't know, but it, if she just flat out looked she's protecting somebody else. Like she knows exactly what's happened, but she put it on him instead of somebody else. Then I think that would, that would be a terrible look for her. If that, if that am happened I, that way. Am I overstating Tory? Like, what do you think about his career post and pre that? If, if, if something came out when he was, and he's completely cleared of the accusations, he'd be fine, but it have fine to be as in, it have to be like 4k footage. <laughs> Cause you, you, you have to be that much, <laughs> Dude, well, you say fine. I think the damage is done. Like, there's nothing nah. that, that can happen for him that can bounce him back. It, like, it, it could it, come out. It could come out that his security guard shot her, and not, she lied. And the whole time, everybody knew it. He just couldn't say nothing. And he still wouldn't bounce back. He, uh, it like, would, he's still it, gonna be like people is gonna be here for the jokes for him for now on. It's you, gonna be hairline to, jokes. Go ahead. You, you, there has to. You'd have. He'd have to find a smoking gun. No pun intended. And it'd have to be in 4K, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's something to clear his name, but it would just have to be, you know how people say, man, I got to work twice as hard as this motherfucker just to be on the same place. Like he'd have to find the fucking OJ glove, nigga. And it'd have to be crystal clear, non-edited footage, bro. And there's, there will be a pocket of people who will still be like, fuck dude. But the majority of people will be like, oh, okay, well, I guess he didn't do it. Cause, you, Cause the public is easy to sway like that, dude. Like that's just that's just people, Damn. bro. If he come out with a hit, it don't matter. And the people that do not know him be like, "Oh, that's a cool song. Who is that?" That don't matter. Now that ain't gonna happen, bro. He ain't got the because in order to have to, wait, wait, in wait, order, wait, what's not gonna happen? In order for that song to get in front of people that don't know him, he would need right. backing. 
He would need a machine behind him. That's how that happens. And okay. nobody's behind. There's no machine behind him like that right now. I'm period. So that's my question. And that's my point that I'm saying. No machine is ever going to get behind him ever again. That's over because know. of this situation. I don't know. Like, Deshaun Watson just got 250 there. million, dude. So it, and who, it, is? who? Deshaun Watson just got 250 million cash, dude. If we would have said this a year ago, you wouldn't have believed it. I promise you. You'd be like, man, ain't no way nobody breaking bread like that would do. I'm telling you. I don't think, I don't think Tory Lane's that talented. Deshaun Watson talented, dude. That nigga was desperate for that he was damn near the best quarterback in the league with the Texans. Nigga was top four in stats. That gets you 250. Like, that's my point with Tory Lanez. That nigga ain't going in no record label with nothing. Like, he can have Juicy in his back pocket, nigga. That nigga can go in there with Jesus Walks. They're going to be like, eh, okay. They're going to we'll do it like Kanye. We'll, we'll see what happens when you release it. We might come through if, like, everybody's cool with it. But we not gonna promote it and put it out like, and people be asking like you said, who's that guy? They gonna be like, oh, that's the dude that shot making the stallion. Oh, he gotta quit it. It ain't even gonna get that far. Oh, that's the dude that shot making. Oh yeah, I remember that. It ain't gonna be all oh, we got it all. 4K yeah. footage or not? That's a if tough. If he ever makes a Jesus walks, if he ever gets put out there again, when people refer to him, it's gonna be as the little dude who shot Meg. No yeah, matter what tough. happens from here on out. It's a tough situation right there, though. But he might he might have a backup plan in, in his uh up his sleeve that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but we want to get to these uh this all-star lineup. The playoffs started this week, y'all. NBA playoffs for those that don't follow basketball. Got us thinking all rap starting five, cream of the crop. We got a a six-man spot here as well. Uh, we had categories last time. You can mix and match them. Star player number two, specialist, young gun, and vet. I kept mine the same just to keep it a little bit simple. Um, but what did you have? Who's your star player? Let's get straight to it. Who's your star player, man, for the all-rap league? I kept mine the same as well. So, like you said, star player number two, specialist, young gun, vet, six, man. Usually the NBA pick with all NBA teams around this year. Yeah, first team, here. second team, third team. Yeah, so that's what we picked this off. We're going to do the first team, all rap, all nation. And, again, we played this off the Atlanta series. And who knows? We might do it at the end of the year, too, just because yeah. we can. And this is our podcast. For sure. <laughs> so this is probably feel like the, the biggest part of the conversation here, the star player, who you putting out there as the head of your team. Uh, only, what, maybe five, six rappers could be in this category. I went with Jermaine Cole. The best rapper over the last year. We talking translating this into basketball terms. He would be like putting up a triple double. He would be Westbrook in his prime. Like that's what J. Cole is doing. He's putting his team on with the Dreamville mixtapes with drama. He's murdering every track. Business-wise, we've seen him on the Forbes list. J. Cole, I feel like, is the best at the game right now. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue that. My star player is also J. Cole. He's just been consistent. He's putting up 35s night after night after night after night. And that's how you get into that MVP conversation. That's how you get in that first team All-NBA conversation. You're, you're playing at a high level on a consistent basis for an extended period of time. And that's exactly what J. Cole is doing. He's been on this roll for a minute. But then he's also got the product to match it, though. The album last year, of course, was fire. You know what I'm saying? The all, everything he's put out, man, the goddamn, the single he's on with Bia, he murdered that. He slaughtered that. So it's just, he, he's on a roll. I, I couldn't see putting anyone else right here unless I was just trolling. Um, so it's, Jay called my star player without question. You you couldn't see putting, here are the other people that I have as okay. stars. Drake, Tyler, the creator, Kanye West. Yeah. You couldn't see putting either one of those three over J. Cole? Po possibly. Last year. Possibly. And even as the Drake and Kanye stand. Yeah, for sure. I think Cole had a better project than Drake, though. That's the only thing. That was that was my tiebreaker. I thought he had the better project. And I think Cole... Kanye, Kanye had the best album of last year. I don't think mm -hmm. I had a number one. 
I think I, I had a top you two. You thought that Donda was number one. You said it was 38 songs, no skips. I assumed that that meant number one. I mean, it, that, it, is, 30, it is 47 songs, no skips. Though. He is the first nigga to do that. Um, but I'm included some of this year, too, though. So, yeah. uh, you know, I... So you just, you you wouldn't go Kanye or Drake? No, it's close, though, because my number two, my Scotty Pippen, is Kanye West. Oh, Only thing you're is... Cheating. You're cheating. You're cheating already. Absolutely Cheater, not. Animal Brown. Absolutely Straight not. out of the J-Hove school of competing. Absolutely I could not. tell that you guys grew up together. That is Absolutely a cheat not. code. Kanye Absolutely West, not. number two in whose book? Where in what in what world are is are you walking in a room with Kanye West and be like, look, here are the tiers and the layers. This is the max salary, and I'm putting J. Cole right here, and I want you to take the number two salary. Like, tell me how you're getting that off. Right now, I'm, te- I'm telling you how is because right now Kanye is off the grid. He's on load management right now. I can't count on him every night. That's the thing. <laughs> cheating, dude. You know, I, I'll give you a chance to pick another one because I'm cheating. I'm resting. Like <laughs> Kanye is on his Kawhi Leonard shit. He rested uh, bro. for two or three games in a row. He got a lot going on in his personal life, and his team is falling apart. His executive hat is no longer. You can't count that. Good music is no longer. <laughs> Like that, he's lost that. He had a roster. He had one of the best rosters in rap. Now he doesn't. That nigga just dropped the arguably one of the best fucking albums in hip hop in the last three years. The nigga been selling out stadiums with no music out uh, off the new album. What are you talking about? He is a star. There's no way in the world on God's green earth that you would you would convince Kanye West to be number two on your team. That's part of this. That's part of the criteria. You being able to convince him, hey, I got a, I got a guy, and he's the guy. But you, you gonna be Scottie Pippen, man? Get out of here, bro. Luckily, luckily, I have two. They're basically two stars. Hopefully, you have another pick. That's just good GMing on my part. No, that's just cheating. Yeah, I mean, if you playing, if you playing your franchise against a computer. And no other human beings are around to stop this. And I guess you could do that. <laughs> possibly. Maybe you could do that. <laughs> Quite possibly. If you cut the, the the salary cap off. I ain't gonna lie, I forgot about the documentary though. So actually Kanye is my star stop, and then J. Cole is my number two. There we go. I just stop. flipped it. Just stop. Just stop. Just say you don't have a number two. I got a <laughs> you got squad. Apparently, you are the Golden State Warriors and you don't have a salary. You're the Yankees and don't have a salary cap. 73 and 9. That's how you went about this. I went about this correctly, and I'm going to pick a real number two. Mm. This guy, I feel like, is on the verge. He sells a lot of records. I'm not sure that he – well, he's not superstar status yet. He's a legit number two, a legit Scottie Pippen, someone who I feel like would play great next to J. Cole, being that he offers another perspective. And he still isn't that far off lyrically either. And that's Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo, I feel like, is a strong number one on your Gotti's roster. Strong contender to continue to push out good music, give you what you need. He can give you a hit, street hit, every now and then. I feel like that he's on the verge. He ain't really tapped into the capability of the, the type of artist that he could be for the rest of his career. Uh, so that would be a legitimate Scotty Pippen to J. Cole. My number two would be Moneybag Yo. That's just bad GM. You just overpaid for Moneybag Yo. That's all. Well, I just put him in his correct spot. I just put Moneybag Yo where Jalen Brown would be as a number two. A number Money. two. I didn't pick Kanye West as a con- Scotty Pippen. You, Money- you. <laughs> Moneybag Yo balled out his contract year and you overpaid him. And it happens. It's okay. Hopefully he can live up to that. Money bag yo is Clay Thompson. That's what he is right now. I mean, he so can't carry a team. I have a Steph Curry with J. Cole. He doesn't have to carry a team because I have Steph Curry. If you get yeah. hurt, it's cool. Because I, I still got Steph Curry. I have Kobe but and Shaq. If he come back and he balling, we the best team in the playoffs. Listen. You, on the other hand, have Kobe and Shaq. buy your team Gatorade. Kobe because you spent all the money on the first two dudes. Now they drinking water on the bench <laughs> instead of Gatorade with electrolytes. Who's your specialist? My specialist, I'm going to what the hottest sound in rap is right now in the face of it. Um, it's mm. clearly 5 Um mm. Drill is the hottest sound in production-wise right now. For how long, who knows? But as of today, 
it's hot. Who do you think of when you think of that sound? It's one person. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. With all due respect, it's Fabio Foreign. So if if anybody has that type of record, they go and get him, whether that's City Girls, whether that's Nicki Minaj, whoever it is, they call the same motherfucker and he's not turning down no checks right now because who knows how long it's going to be before this sound gets old and nobody's going to call him anymore for it. So I'm going right now with Fabio as my specialist because he's the face of that style. It's my three-point specialist right now. It's Dale Curry. Uh, shout out to my NBA heads out there that know who the fuck yeah. that was. But I got Fabio, man. Who you got? So apparently you did understand the assignment because that was a good pick. I doubt that went at all well within the salary range of what you're looking for there. I ain't mad at that. That's a good pick. My specialist, on the other hand, is a two for one. And the reason being is they take over the lane at their end, they could be number one, but they usually don't even got to compete with the big dogs. But if they do compete with the big dogs and they're successful, then you got a whole nother superstar like Nicki Minaj. So with my specialist, I'm going to go Lotto. I'm going to ditch her into the, the female rap lane and let her be my hope to dominate the female rap lane. And if she does that, continues to grow lyrically like we thought we sh well, she would, based off her album when we reviewed it here, she takes that dominating the female game, does her Nicki Minaj ascension, and dominates in being a superstar as well. I think that she is that good. She has that type of capability. She can rap that well. She don't got drama around her like other ladies in the game that we just talked about with Megan Thee Stallion, but she's just as talented getting the same, well, I don't know if she's getting the same looks, but I feel like she's just as talented and can take that being from the South to places that we haven't seen before for female artists. So my specialist, I'm going to go with Lotto. Putting Lotto on back-to-back -back starting fives is nasty. Um, Hopefully she sees this. Hey, Lotto. Fair enough. All right, I'll take that, though. Uh, my young gun. Who is my young guy? We touched on this person earlier. Let me guess. You got NBA young boy? <laughs> Absolutely not. Young <laughs> that would be fitting, though, but hell no. no. I'm going Jack Harlow. Um, I did like the first album. I was surprised that I liked his last album, actually. I let Jay Ho talk me into listening to it. But it was actually pretty dope. Like, I couldn't even front. He's actually a talented dude. He's actually a charismatic guy. He seems to have a good sense of humor. He can poke fun at himself. He's got the it factor. He's got the intangibles to where he can have a long career. Um, so I'm very interested to see what he does with this new record. Um, so this is my this is my young guy. I'm not mad at him coming off the bench. I got him on a rookie deal so far. So he's affordable. Um, I like what Drama's doing with the label over there with him and Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, he's got an eye for talent. Took him a while to get it together, but he's got a, a, a nice eye for talent over there with those two guys. So give me Harlow. Um, Definitely interested to hear what the project sounds like. If I ha if I didn't listen to the last one, I wouldn't be checking for this new one. But since I did, I am. And so here we are. Um, we got him in a conversation with Pusha T, Future, and Kendrick. That was very slick of him to be included in that. Very nicely done. Nice PR team he got over there. Somebody got word and release dates. It was like, nigga, we finna drop right here. Um, so give me Harlow, man. I like what he got going on. Oh. We're going to run y'all niggas out of the gym. That's what they saying when you walk in with Jack Harlow and the white man can't jump fit. No. Nigga in no. acting roles and shit. It's popping. <laughs> no. Jack Harlow is cool. Yeah. But he's just like Luther Curl. It ain't it. It ain't for my demographic. If you're putting him on your starting five against my young guy, again, you guys are getting ran out of the gym. I got the super gremlin on my side. Yes, he ate the perk, even though he knew it was fake. You know why? Because he's a super gremlin. We don't need Gatorade. We got the hit of the spring, summer. They still playing it. And that's Kodak Black. That's my young guy. Regardless of what he got going on, regardless if people like him or not, say stupid stuff with his head up his ass sometimes. But the guy makes good music. The last project was good. Super gremlin is a smash that Jack Harlow hasn't seen yet with tries like Nail Tech. So my young guy, who I still think is going to grow, J. Cole mentioned him in his rap, is going to play perfectly around Cole. Give me Kodak Black, the super gremlin. He's too much Easy. of a wild card, man. He's going to get, he get, he get thrown out of every other game, dude. You can't produce <laughs> if you're in the fucking locker room at half, by halftime. 
This is a watch. We up 40. We up 40, no by the way. You better have a hell of a vet. So Kanye and Drake can't Kanye and Cole can't even play together. My vet, <laughs> my vet has rejuvenated his career. He's extended it. This may linked up with a producer, locked himself in the studio, and have come out with several back-to-back projects that have been very high quality. It's nasty Nas. I'm looking forward to that King's Disease 3 coming up too. He has rejuvenated his career. Not to say it had fallen off, so to speak, but it was a point where we were like, if Nas never came back out, I think we'd probably be straight. Like after life is good, we were like, you know what? That was a nice way. If this was the way it ends, the Hall of Fame career for Nas. But no, I don't know what he if he on that HGH, if he on that fucking deer antler spray, but he has had a second wind when it comes to his career and he is aging gracefully so i got nas i can't wait for that new project with him and here boy they make magic no pun intended and i'm I'm ready for it man my vet is is my lineup is killing right now but go ahead well it's just because you tried to pick two superstars and i'm still running you out of the gym even sticking to the criteria and under the salary cap it's called me moneyball i am i am moneyball lou (laughs) <laughs> my vet album on the way it ain't even dry yet it's still wet still coming out the door and let's push it to you you want to talk about rejuvenated you want to talk about somebody who came back washed one of the best rappers period the best stars that we've seen in a battle cleaned him up real easy like if he had to clean Nas up I'm sure that he could do that and that's push it to I'm going to keep it rolling, keep it money bag, yo, with the perfect other side of J. Cole. Pusha T is the perfect other side of J. Cole as well. I got a nice balance on this team with Pusha T. I can't wait to hear what the new album sounds like. He got two of the best producers in the game, like we said earlier, on the new track. We know what Daytona was about, Grammy nominated over the last year. Kind of been low. It's been yep. a lot of anticipation, but the last two singles got him in my starting five. He got a song with Hov. He got the other one with his brother back, and he ripping it on there with him. Like, Pusha T is about to make his presence felt as a vet in this game. Hard to do. when We've seen vets like 2 Chains. We've seen vets like Rick Ross come and go like a fart in the wind. Not knocking them, just the stage that they're at in their careers. Pusha T is going to show you how to do it at this stage. Let's go. Yeah, and again, I can't, I can't stress. I'm, I'm extremely interested to hear what that album sound like. Let's be very clear. He's got two, he's got two cheat codes in the gym with him. But it's almost impossible for this not to be fire. It's, it's damn near impossible. He's he took four years to make it, and he's got two of the best fucking GMs in his back pocket. So if this if this album is some slow, it would be more disappointing then detox never coming out. I agree. Like, I agree. You got Pusha T, Pharrell, Kanye West, and it ain't before 14, 12 tracks. And he coming off of being like what he did on that day, Tony, and you tell yeah. me that it's some slaw? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, stop. stop. That'd be stop. nuts. Um, My six man. man. Got to have somebody coming she off the bench. Did. This person just coming off of off of injured reserve, um, and there, this is a former starter just getting their win back. Oh, this is like mellow right here. Nikki Minaj, oh, she's back. This is my sixth man. She just put out a, a nice little three piece of records to test to test the water. She's a little rusty, just a little bit rusty, still finding her legs. But I'm telling you, if I need a quick 20 off the bench on any given night, she going to microwave it on up. I love that song with Fabio, though. They jackballed the video, but the song is fire. Um, so she's getting her legs back. I'm very interested to see what she do. I like both the records with Baby, too, honestly. I, I actually think she's three for three out the gate right now. But um, that's my sixth man. <laughs> off of injury reserve, she's back, getting it back in game shape. Going down, she got to get a better videographer though, because that video is trash. Hot about it too. You clearly have the best front office in the world. Yes, I do. Kanye West, Jay Collier, Nicki Minaj, all under the salary cap, and convincing Nicki Minaj that she's going to come off the bench. Good Absolutely, luck. 
Absolutely. You know what they told you? know what Melo said when they told him or asked him, was he coming off the bench? When he, where was that he went to? And they was like, you going to come off the bench? And he was like, who, me? Was it Houston or Portland or something? <laughs> that was funny. And that's exactly what Nicki Minaj is going to say to you. Who, uh-huh. me? Off the bench? <laughs> Sticking to the criteria, picking someone who could be a starter in another situation, but I found them Jim in the rough. So I can get them coming off the bench until somebody offers a big contract for them to be their second or maybe even start. For me, I've been talking about him. Loved his last project, Free the Guys, 42 Doug. Mm-hmm. 42 Doug easily gives you that energy that you need. Lou Williams is what I would compare him to. Just going to come in, consistently do his thing, and then, then he might go for 41 night. You never know. Like, you might get a hit out of 42 Doug here sometime soon. You might not. You might get projects with just him and ESTG spinning that shit. You never know. Perfect person to come off the bench, heat up, cool down. It doesn't really matter. You know what is going to be pretty much consistent when he comes to give me 42 Doug. Man, we straight isolated. By the way, call me GM Lou. This is why I'm successful in all fantasy leagues, football, (laughs) franchise that you want to run on PlayStation, Xbox, whatever it may be. This is why I'm always the beast without cheating, staying under salary cap. You from the J-Hove school, clearly. This is ruined you. (laughs) We we ISO in air time. He on mouse in the house. Straight ISO bonding. We put him in the paint, nigga. It's a wrap on 42. He getting dunked on, stepped over, all of that shit. We ain't worried about that at all. That's funny. Yeah, your miss was your list was definitely uh, mid. Y'all in the playing, y'all in the playing tournament, nigga, to just barely make the fucking playoffs. I'm GM of the year. This is money ball lists. I got all the analytics. Everybody fit perfectly. I got some extra money, so they ain't got to struggle. They ain't got to fly uh, charter flights to their next spot. <laughs> ain't no locker room beef. Everybody know they roll. We all good. Meanwhile, you got Cole and Kanye fighting in the locker room. Nicki Minaj just went to Vegas before the game on some Rodman shit. She might not even show up. You don't know. Who knows what Fabio doing, y'all? <laughs> You're an old young guy. You got an old specialist. And then 40. We thought he was 25. Like, come on. Fabio might be 39. I ain't going to lie. Fabio definitely 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, y'all let us know who y'all squad is. YouTube.com slash on deck. Make sure you subscribe and comment. Let us know. We got some wins and some losses, man. Who we uh, what we got up? Absolutely, man. Again, tell us who had the best squad between Adam Ryan and myself, That's even easy. though he cheated. And and put your five up there too. Put For your sure. five up there. Try not to pick the same people as, but let's go. Wins and some losses. First W or L. Your man's your hairline <laughs> brethren, <laughs> your hairline indentured brother. He created a Tinder app for dogs. It's called Puppy Mate. Is that a win or a loss? That's going to be a win right there, buddy. This this would be a win had he not said anything. Like if yes. the app just took off and just because it would it could take off and just motherfuckers just not know you had anything to do with it. That should have been it. That would have been the play. It'd been a major W because everybody named Mama has dogs. I'm the last thing on earth without one. And somebody somewhere, all you need is a five percent of dog owners to be into this and you out of here so he should have not even said nothing and just let somebody else be the face and play the background that's what l come in at saying that i'm tory lanes and i have something to do with it no leave it alone dude stop <laughs> we don't need to know next w or l your man macklemore becomes a this is ironic minority owner in the seattle kraken win or loss uh, this will win because number one, how can <laughs> do where has Macklemore been at the last 10 years? And how can he be a minority owner in any team on any level, dude? He had one fucking song, dude, the thrift store joint. And that was a that very a long time ago. For album of the year, though, right? Yeah, but he shouldn't have. <laughs> he he gave it to Kendrick Lamar on stage. <laughs> he even said I shouldn't have won this, dude. So he knew better. do for you, though. I ain't even got to do nothing else. To that buy a fucking buy. team? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. We got it off. That song. What was the song? That's thrift Store, nigga. And he had another one, too. 
Right, but you know you need one hit. Wendy told us one hit you can survive off of for the rest of your life. This nigga that's got true. A Grammy. He uh, by a team. He uh went in with um what's my um Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch went in with him. Marshawn Lynch had to get fucking C had to battle CTE nigga to get on this level and Macklemore could just slide in and fucking get like come on now. But I do yes. hey, I ain't gonna lie, I like them jerseys though. Them jerseys hard as fuck. I want what is one. this a soccer team? Hockey. Hockey. Yeah, that's your heart. I ain't seen it. I gotta check it out. But I mean, shout out to Macklemore. I guess this is a W. He like cause Marsh only because Marshawn Lynch is involved and he does, so he won't get fined. So that's true. I, I'm with it. And it is like you said, it is surprising though to know that Macklemore has that much money for one album. It's a lot of money. It, Even if it's a small minority state. Still. It's it had to be at least a couple of M's, I would assume. Yeah, it gotta be. Funniest thing I seen on Twitter though, somebody was like, "How's Macklemore minority anything?" <laughs> That's hilarious. I seen that. That was funny. And they was dead serious, like not Tough. understanding that they wasn't minority as far as race, but it's minority as far as ownership. State <laughs> hilarious. Last win or loss before we get out of here, your man Tiger released the wavy baby sneakers, and they sold out in ten minutes, but. He's being sued by Vans for copyright infringement. Winner or lost it? Yeah, the shoes, the clothing brand Mischief or whatever the fuck they're called. They did the um, Lil Nas X Air Maxes last year. They're being sued <laughs> again. I, I ain't gonna lie. I thought these was I thought these was Vans when I first saw them. I, I didn't know they were knockoffs. I thought he had a deal with Vans. I was like, oh, look at Tiger. I don't know how he keeps his head afloat either. But here we are. He's still in the it's, news. This shit like this. That's true. The sneak. I mean, I ain't mad at them. It's, it's all pub is good pub. Uh, they'll they'll figure out something like, to do with them shoes. Ain't it just like the vape shit? They can't use the silhouettes like they use vape. It depends on know? how old the silhouette is. Oh, so vape is able to get away with that? Yeah, that's why they put them out at the time they did. I think they were older than twenty five years old, or it's either twenty or twenty five years. Oh, the copyright. I mean, uh, yeah. Whatever the trademark, whatever it's called, patent. Yeah, those those have an expiration date. So that's why you see people making knockoff stuff and they're getting away with it because if bait bait waited until the Air Force One thing expired, and that's why they were able to make it. That's how all these Air Force One knockoffs come out. Yeah, exactly. Because the Air Force Ones came out in like 79, 80 something, something like that. So by the time Bape came out in early 2000s, they were safe. Mm. Not so much cool. for vans, apparently. Mm. Obviously not. Who do you got for On Decker of the Week? Yeah, man, we're going to YouTube. Shout out to our guy, CE underscore ES8051. He said, oh, on the last episode with the Vince Staples joint, he said, possibly my Cali bias, but this album is banging. No skips at all for me. Definitely gave good kid Mad City vibes with the skits. Also had Monster Cody Scott on the album, whose book I read when I was a teenager and kept me from game banging. Dope project. We appreciate that comment, and I agree that Vince Staples is banging. Yes, and then once the Cody book is fire. Absolutely, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Uh, you always tap in on Twitter with us, too, bro. We appreciate you tapping in from the West Coast. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We appreciate you holding it down from California with love. Hey, man, what you got for uh, put on this week? Uh, yesterday, man, one of the best series on TV was Back in the Saddle. AMC Plus, check it out if you missed it. Better Call Saul, the uh, Breaking Bad spinoff, two episodes, about an hour, 30 minutes, hour, 45 minutes of uh, heat yesterday. But it's a slow burn. It didn't start off just like out of the gate like Yellowstone and them, but I'm definitely glad it's back. So my put on, if you ain't watched Better Call Saul, please catch up on it and tap into this. You're going to be happy. And it's the last season. Yeah, that was, I'm hot at you. That was my same one. I didn't get to watch it yet, mm. but. It will definitely be in the rotation. It's a lot of last seasons for good TV, and I don't really understand what that's about. <laughs> but um, add that to the list of Ozark, Insecure. Nobody want to be like Lost. Nobody Stranger Things. Extra season. That's I'm, what it is. People don't want to like take it too far. Like it's more. I think it's more now in ending it early, franchising it, doing a spinoff. As opposed to going 10, 11 seasons. Nobody trying to do that now. Yeah, nah, they mother last people trying to do that Walking Dead and people yeah. bit off that. The fact that Walking Dead still comes on is amazing. 
I think it's the last season for that too. I hope it is. It should be. Cause that should have not seen an episode in ten years. I yeah, know I it should be still. Big skips. Y'all tap in. Let us know if you're still watching Walking Dead and tell us why. Cause I don't understand. Um, I got Nick still watching Walking Dead. Really? Yes, sir. They still Shout out my guys over there, Frank's for a second, man. Absolutely. He the last of the Mohegans. Yeah, I heard them talking about it one when I joined them for the Will Smith conversation. But they were talking about how Star Wars too. So uh, everybody <laughs> out of they holding it down for the fans, man. I commend them for that. Oh, um, there it is, I man. Hey, tap in with us on deck TV part. Excuse me, on deck TV show on Instagram and check the links in the description, man. Copper shirt, support the real man. Put them, get them sleeves out for the summer, man. We got the short sleeve joints on deck to cop support. We appreciate you in advance. Absolutely, man. We out. Yes, sir.